Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello. Christy Williams, your host here. You might be saying, what is this holly jolly music? Where's the serious birth podcast theme? I don't know if you know this, but it's Christmas in a few days, and I'm taking the week off from a normal episode and bringing you some holiday cheer and best wishes for a healthy, safe, joyful, and blessed holiday. But let's get real for a second. This year, most of us are are feeling some grief in one way or another, right? For some of us, we're just sad maybe that we can't be with our loved ones in the way that we would like to. And for others of us, we are grieving literal loss this year, whether it be loss of life, loss of jobs, the loss of friendships and relationships. You know, some of you are just grieving in general for the dumpster fire that was 2020. You want to put your head down and get to 2021. I get it. I'm feeling a little bit of all those things myself. It's been a tough one this year, guys, but my Christmas wish for you is that every single one of you find time just to make space for that grief. Acknowledge that it's been a hard year, and especially if you have been pregnant or have given birth during this most challenging year in recent history, then I want to take a moment to give you a standing ovation. Bravo, bravo, good job. I'm so proud of you. You did it. You did it. This was tough. Good job. I hope that you, no matter what you've survived over the past year, I hope that during this holiday, you do take some time to feel really proud of yourself and celebrate that despite it all, you stayed open and resilient. You kept learning, you kept being curious, and you kept being hopeful. Give yourself grace, hug your loved ones, take some time for yourself. You know, you earned it. My guest next week when we return is perinatal therapist, Ashley Hannah Morgan. Ashley is not only a specialist in parental mental health and grief and loss, she is also a mommy of two. And as a longtime therapist, she herself was blindsided by her own experience with postpartum depression. She has so many amazing words of comfort and advice for every parent. It's such a great conversation. Here's a little sneak preview of us discussing the myth of perfection. There's this physical baby that's forming in this bump when we're pregnant and everyone can see that physically we are gestating a human hmm. but we sort of forget to talk about the psychological gestation of a mother yes um, oh. there are actual like <laughs> there are actual milestones just like there are for the baby's birth for their development and their growth too and one of the biggest ones is looking back and realizing what messages we've received about what it means to be a mother mm. and to really dismantle the myth of the perfect mother. There is no such thing, right? Mm-hmm. And yet somehow we tend to have these images in our minds that, oh, 
I'm going to be this perfect mother to my child. And the truth is you are like, you are the perfect mother to your specific child. We are each gifted with these little humans Mm. who are going to help us grow and we're going to help them grow. So, you know, barring any abuse or neglect, you can't do it wrong. Right. If you're paying attention to your child and you're feeding them and they're clean ish and they're loved, you know, then you're not doing it wrong. But we have to stop aiming for that myth of perfection. And to some people, it looks like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to lose all the weight and be really fit and skinny. To some people, it looks like I'm going to constantly have organic, healthy food that my kid's going to love to eat and not throw on the floor. (laughs) Uh, You know, for some people, it's I'm going to breastfeed for a year or two years or three years or whatever it is. And then it turns out that it's not working out for their body. Right. Yeah. And I, I swear, whatever expectation we each have, it will turn out that that will be the thing that won't work <laughs> because that's part of becoming a mother is is shedding those expectations, allowing ourselves to have grace for ourselves and to, to feel like we're failing, but to realize that we're not, mm. that those feelings are liars, you know, feelings. They, they give us valuable information, but they come and go, you know, and mm. there's other other sources of, of information. I just think that's so powerful because I was kind of surprised that when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. I started confronting feelings that I had a, that I'd never thought of before in my life of judgments mm-hmm. that I had on other mothers in my mm-hmm. life, you know, even like combing through my own childhood, you know, and I had a wonderful mm-hmm. mother, but even like these feelings of judgments coming up about my own mother and, and being afraid mm-hmm. of like, oh no, what if I become this person or what if I become that person? It's so interesting what you're saying about how we try to reach this perfection, but I feel like the ugly other side of the coin, Mm -hmm. at least for me of that, was confronting this reality that I was ashamed of, that I had these judgmental feelings and thoughts towards other people. And I'm just being really honest. Oh yeah, I've never said that out loud before, but I think it's kind of important Mm -hmm. because I know I can't be the only one that has to sort of navigate that feeling of newness of, okay, but what kind of mother am I going to be? And that sort of set me up maybe for more pressure on myself in the beginning of, well, I can't do X, Y, and Z because I don't like that. But when you do X, Y, or Z, one of those things, then you start feeling guilt or... No, you're absolutely right. Because the perfectionism is rooted in shame, right? If Mm. we feel if something is triggering shame in us, then either, you know, we can get depressed and feel like we're not good enough, or we can go to the opposite side and be like, well, I'm just going to work harder and do it better and... You know, and it could be about the simplest things. After we have a baby, I don't think anybody tells you it might actually be really hard to soothe your baby. Mm. There are babies that their mama picks them up or their daddy or whoever that they're attached to. And and that baby just settles down and, and calms down and is instantly comfortable. There are other babies who are not that way, who just, they scream no matter what. And they take a lot of those five S's and those different, you know, soothing techniques. But I didn't even know that was an expectation that I had, that mm. I would hold my baby and sing to her and rock her, you know, and expected her to be calm. And it wasn't that way. And so that definitely triggered a feeling of not good enough. What's wrong with me that I can't get my baby to calm down? And the neighbors are, you know, eyeing me like, what's wrong with you that your baby's screaming all the time? Huh. It makes you feel not good enough yeah. until you realize, no, they're all different kinds of babies. And 
well, really crying is the only way they have to communicate <laughs> their needs, you know? Yeah. Um, and that just means that I, I just need to be curious, right? I just, it's not that I'm not good enough. I'm just going to persist in being curious. We're all going to have those moments as moms where we don't feel like we're good enough. Sometimes I would just say out loud, I'm doing the best that I can. Mm. And that was because it was the truth. You know, it it didn't feel good enough, but it was, hey, I'm doing the best that I can. And I'm going to keep trying, kiddo. Well, there you have it. There's a lot more of that conversation coming to your ears next week. And I wish you a really joyous end to 2020. Hello, 2021. Here we come. Don't worry. It's almost here. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. 